On the Hard Rocker Sports Network from KTEC 91.3, this is Hard Rocker Huddle, your podcast home for South Dakota Mines Athletics. My name is Josh Van valkenberg Gernert, and we're out here today with another episode of the Hard Rocker Huddle. Today my guest is Caleb Roth from the Hard Rocker football team. Thanks for joining us today, Caleb. Uh, first, let's just get started by talking a little bit about where you grew up, what it was like growing up there and your family life. Yeah, I grew up in the Madera Ranchos of California. Uh, it's pretty much the opposite of what you would assume a California town to be like. It's a small farming town in the Central Valley. Um, and it was, I, I thorough, I really enjoyed growing up there. A lot of people wanted to graduate and move out and I, I did that too, but I really enjoyed being a, a kid growing up. We small town like sub 10,000 people um high school one high school one middle school um so everyone knew everyone growing up all my preschool friends or all my friends I graduated high school with um and I really I really enjoyed that yeah it must be pretty nice weather out there though I bet (laughs) not in the summer it gets up to 110 in the in the dead of summer Sure, yeah, that's a little bit much. <laughs> um, so did you have any siblings, and then what was, were you, did you pretty much stay there your whole life until you moved out here? Yeah, I was, I, I was born in uh, Southern California, in Orange County, in a big, in a city, um, and then moved to the ranchos when I was five, so all my memories are from the ranchos. Um, but I have I have two brothers, an older brother, a younger brother. My younger brother actually plays football at Western, um, so there's some rivalry when when our teams play, which is a lot of fun. Sure, and I guess I asked. Obviously, your one bro- other brother plays here, so I don't know. yeah. But, um, growing up, what kind of like when did you first kind of get into sports? And were having two brothers were they kind of a motivation? point for you was there just a lot of competitiveness yeah there was a lot of competitiveness um sport sports was always just something that we did um me and brothers and and friends are just all played all the sports together um yeah it's, it's just what we did i played baseball and basketball and football all growing up and then in high school I switched to football wrestling and a little bit of track and it's just I enjoyed all of them but it's all it's just what we did sure what was it about uh football that kind of was it something special about football that you kind of knew you loved or what was it that just drew you to football collegiately I guess um I don't know if there's one thing that drew me more than the others. I just have always enjoyed football more than anything else. It's it's just a lot of fun. I've always enjoyed running the ball and feeling like oh, this, everyone's trying to get me. Like it's 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 a lot of fun. Sure. Uh, talk a little bit about your high school career. Did you go to school in Madero Ranchos? And you know, any success individually and as a team in any sports? Yeah. I, one high school in the ranchos and we all went there and so it being a small small school we could play as many sports as we wanted and I would hear about other kids having to choose a sport in bigger schools but we got to play them all um 
And we, the three years before I went on the varsity team, uh, my high school won our Valley Championship, like our, our sectional championship, three years in a row. Um, and then they moved us up in division. And then, again, <laughs> we played schools twice our size and and didn't, didn't do as well, um, which was perfect timing for me. But not actually um but i i was able to to win some accolades uh which was a lot of fun and and get some recognition um i was actually a california all-state linebacker okay uh which is <clears throat> i never thought i'd go to college and play linebacker and i didn't <laughs> but uh in high school it was it, it was a lot of fun well and california is a pretty good football state <laughs> so that's not exactly a small feed either when yeah. in all state and and california specifically um so what was kind of your recruiting process like did you kind of know you wanted to get pretty far away from california why why be interested in south dakota mines and why was that kind of your decision that you made i wasn't i I didn't necessarily want to leave or didn't want to leave. Um, I just wanted to go where I could study engineering and play football, and South Dakota Mines was one of the few places where I could do both. Um, and so I was actually, I remember learning about Colorado School of Mines first, and then learning about the RMAC, and then South Dakota Mines um, at some other schools. Um, yeah, that's how I chose chose South Dakota Mines. It was the the best option. Sure, you kind of mentioned just the engineering portion. Was that something that you always kind of knew you wanted to do, or what drew you to engineering? Yeah, I've always enjoyed building stuff and figuring out how things go together and take something apart and kind of dissect it and and figure out what what makes it tick. Um, when I was a kid, maybe middle school kid, um, I always just wanted to build stuff. And I always asked my parents, can I build a shed? Like, I just want to build something. And I'm like, you have no idea how to build a shed. You're just going to, you don't know how to do that. I was like, oh, I'll figure it out. And then I never did just because I didn't know how. But it's just that I, I always wanted to have my hands working and building something and, and figuring out how pieces go together. And so engineering just made sense when it came time to choose. Sure. I guess just moving into the football side of things a little bit. Um, when you first got here, you were obviously recruited by a different coaching staff. Um, went through a couple of years that weren't so great. And then obviously the last couple of years you bounced back a little bit. What has it kind of been like to be a part of that process and switching coaches halfway through your career and just being a part of the rebuild, so to speak? Sure. Um, it's It's really... I think it's really exciting. I think our team is trending up and going, doing all the right things, uh, making big strides on and off the field. Um, and so to see it is super exciting, but then to have a role in it is is even more exciting because it's it feels like I'm a part of something bigger than me. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, even in the game, the games you didn't win this year. I mean, you played three quarters against Colorado Mines. You had Western on the They were all close games, quarters. yeah. Could have easily beaten one on senior day. So it 
you were pretty close, so hopefully another step next year and you bring a lot of guys back. So we're knocking on the door. It's sure, coming. For sure. Um, going into the – what was it kind of like going into the year? Because I believe when you – like week one, you were third on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. Ahmad goes down. Mm-hmm. Then Brandon goes down. And you kind of jumped right in and had some immediate success. You had 100 yards against Fort Lewis, 90 against Adam State. And then a pretty good game against Colorado Mines, too. What was it kind of like to be able to just step right in and have success right away? I was, it was really exciting. I, it was really exciting. I, um, it, after the Adams game, when I, when Ahmad and Orlando went down, it was like, oh, here, here we go. Just next man up. And that's the mentality that everyone has to, they tell us, no, you never know. It's always you're always one play away, and um, I was just happy to be able to perform the way I I was asked to. Sure, and then again, it must have been pretty <laughs> disappointing after that Colorado Mines game. You got hurt pretty early in the next yeah. week, and then that was it for the season, right? Yep. So that must have been pretty disappointing. How were you able to like stay level-headed and? What was that process like? Yeah, I was a, a big bummer. My parents and all my grandparents and my girlfriend actually came to that game because it was against Western. And originally, my brother was supposed to be playing. And so they are like, oh, we'll come and we'll get to see both of you play on the same field again. And that'll be a lot of fun. But then my brother ended up getting hurt at Western before the season started. And then right off the bat, I got hurt in that game. And so I was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. But, um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a big bummer coming off of a, what I thought was a couple good games and then getting hurt. Um, for me, though, uh, I think what, what helps me is I try to, I try to stay grounded in, in things that, don't change and so like sports have a potential to fail you or they're at least going to end at some point academics your career they all have a potential to fall away even like people might might come and go um but for me i try to try to keep my stay grounded in in the lord and and stay true to in my faith um because i don't believe that the lord will ever fail me and so if these other things fall apart and then I I can fall back and lean on, on my faith and that that's what keeps was able to help me stay engaged in the season and not get bitter and and joyfully be involved in what I could be involved with. Sure and I mean you you also knew your career wasn't over. It isn't you That know, definitely helped. I got one more year to to make up for it. Yeah, and uh how's the spring been? Have you been able to get out there much or are you still pretty limited? My ankle is doing better. I, I broke my wrist and had surgery on my on my wrist recently. Um, I broke my wrist last last spring ball, right before Easter break, and it was super painful. But I before practice started again, we had a couple of days off. I just didn't tell anyone, and then it started to feel better. And so then I kept finished spring ball last year, played this year, um, but after this year, it was it was I just was much more noticeable, much more painful. So, actually, the appointment that cleared me for my ankle, I showed them my wrist, and then they told me I needed surgery that day. So it was like a back-to-back 
your your ankle's good, but now we got to take care of your wrist. So I've been limited in this spring, um, but everything's getting better. <laughs> sure, hopefully doing by better. the time summer comes around, you'll be yeah. Hopefully, the next couple weeks again. we can start start up again. Yeah, and you got obviously. The running back room looks pretty good right now. You got you, Brandon, and Orlando all coming back. So yeah. how, how important is that to, you know, the success potentially for this upcoming season? It's it's really important because, like last year showed, it's easy for uh, – hope it never happens, but easy to for people to get hurt. And so to have multiple people coming back um, who have been in the system for a little bit and – and familiar with with how we do things is good because you never know when your number's going to get called. Sure, and what do you kind of have to do, you know, spring, summer to continue the growth of the team, and what do you think your goals are as a team for next season? As a team, I think we need to just keep doing what we're doing. We're making all the right moves. Uh, We're we're making progress in the weight room. we're we're having I've noticed a lot more player led practices and meetings and it just feels like off the field we're all growing together, uh, building those relationships. Um, so I think we just need to be relentless and keep doing what we're already doing and not not give it up when summer hits. Sure. Um, obviously, you're a lot more than a football player. Going into a little bit of that stuff. Um, First, I know you're involved in the beginnings of creating a fundraising program. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what that is and what the purpose of it is? Yeah, we're starting a fundraiser called Beyond the Game. Um, it's actually a fundraiser I did in high school. Uh, in high school, we raised the goal was to raise $10 for every point our varsity football team scored. And then at the end of the season, give it in a big donation to our local children's hospital. Um, and so we, we we did that in high school. We raised over $10,000 in two years, uh, $4,000 the first year, over $6,000 the second year. Um, and so when I came here, I always thought well, I'd be cool to do at a university level. Um, and then when I when I felt like I was in a position to, to start that, um, I asked our, our coach and he was on board and then I went to Mr. Lukian and Mrs. Kosiba um, and they connected me with another student athlete, uh, Alex Reeder, and she had a, she did a similar thing at her high school with basketball. Um, and so the two of us have been working on making Beyond the Game happen at Mines and what it's going to look like at Mines uh, is, is similar to the $10 per point but it'll be across multiple sports. It'll be involving the whole athletic program. Um, the, the dollar value per stat will be different for different sports and, and different values. But the idea of football, $10 per point, basketball will be something like $3 per point. Um, and then, and then for, for other sports, it'll be different stats. Um, but then at the end of, at the end of the year, giving that in a big donation to uh, we're, we're looking at giving it right now to team Ashton, which is a Midwest local organization that provides 
unique experiences to families uh, fighting childhood cancer. Um, it's been described as a as a more local make a wish, um, and so we we we're really excited about how that's going. We should be up and running by the time fall starts, so next year. Sure. So, what kind of you you seem pretty passionate about this? Obviously, what is it about this specific cause that you know makes you excited? And what was it kind of like to just go through the process of cr- trying to create it and get it running? Yeah, it, it was a it was a long process. Uh, in high school, it was tell a few people, and then everyone knows about it, and it, it's it's cleared. It, at the university, it's it's much more. Um, you got you got to get cleared by the right people and stuff, uh, and so which I mean, Alex and I are happy to put the time in, um, but it, it's 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 been a process. We're really excited. Um, what do you ask? Um, just what you're obviously passionate about it. So what is it about this cause yeah, yeah. specifically that? <laughs> um, it's it's just it, with, with uh, for me it's football for me it's it's in my mind when when we do this there's so much more writing on a game of football because when it's just football it's still very important to me it's still something I'm very passionate about but when it's over it's over and when you go home it's it's done and at the end of the day there's not a ton of lasting significance that comes after a game of football but when you add beyond the game to it it's when you score a touchdown well that's 60 more dollars going towards a kid in need um so it's just another level of significance that that's added to to the game and then when we expand it to to all these other sports it's, it's just that much more um you're playing for a lot more than a scoreboard Sure, and you mentioned Team Ashton. Why did what was it about that specifically that made you go with that compared to some maybe other options you could have picked? Sure, um, I think they they focus on on helping families dealing with childhood cancer, and I think that's something that if you can't relate to personally, you know somebody who's experienced it, and so it's. A relatable cause it's something people are willing to to give to and what they're doing is just very admirable um, trying to give some type of relief to to families going through through um, times that are, are I'm sure unimaginable um, it's just it's, it's it just stands out I don't, I don't know what one thing makes it stand out but it's, it's very I think it's a very admirable admirable cause to support yeah, and you kind of mentioned how how it's been a process to, I mean, I think it was, what, in September where you met with the whole athletic department and you showed up to one yeah, of our meetings? Yeah, and that was six months after yeah, I pitched yeah. the idea. So, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Were there times where you were, like, just kind of frustrated because it just seemed like it was kind of going at a standstill, or how were you able to kind of get past that? Yeah, I having somebody else... Um, work on to do this with another student to do this with really helped because it was like we can keep each other accountable and it's it's not as easy to be like all right I can just step away because there's another person 
working towards it. Uh, so that definitely helped. Um, but I expected it to be a process. I mean, it, when you're dealing with donations and, and through a, a university, it's kind of what you have to expect. So I, I, I wasn't expecting it to be a, a couple month turnaround. Um, and again, it's happy to put in the time. Um, yeah, just keeping keeping your eyes on the end prize and knowing in, in my mind, I know how great I think this can be um, if it's done the right way. So that, that, that helps keep me wanting to pursue that. Sure. And I guess you kind of alluded to this a little bit, but what what does that end goal look like? I mean, obviously you only have, I believe, a year left. Yeah. So well, let's say you get it started this fall. What does it look like the year after? How do you how do you set sure. it up to be able to keep it going past your time here? I'm hoping to make it as self-sufficient as I can and to do my part in that. Um, I'm hoping it's a, it's a very easy process. We're going to have a donation link. Um, that we can share on live streams of sports so parents and, and family and friends of student athletes in other states can see it. Um, printing it out in the Rapid City community, they can see the link, follow the link, um, and the link will describe everything and, and super easy to donate through. Um, and so hopefully if anybody, when, when my time at Mines is done, if anybody wants to take the reins of this, then hopefully they, it's it's easy for them to do so. Um, where at Beyond the Game is actually a, a sub group of the Hard Rocker Ally Association, which is a great organization at Mines. Um, and so I think within that organization, there'll be more than one person willing to to keep Beyond the Game going because there's some, there's some great people in that in the Hard Rocker Ally Association. Yeah, that that's a great shout out, Keontae and that group are doing amazing yeah. things just uh, the inclusion and with the police league and yeah they're doing some great things and you're Definitely. you obviously are as well um recently i guess switching to another gear recently sure. you were just named as you won the bronze student inventor award mm -hmm. um you created a a, a campfire starting device uh, do you want to talk a little bit about what that device does, what it is, how you got the idea to create it? Yeah, it is a electric fire starter that doesn't use the battery, and it's all human-powered. Uh, the idea being that all the lighters that people are currently using, like the butane little Bic lighters, the the current electric lighters, they all need to be... They're all run out of lighter fluid or have a dead battery. They need to be plugged into an outlet. Um, even more lasting lighters like flint and steel and the forever matches, they're all dull or, or for one reason or another, need to be maintained or, or replaced. Um, whereas this lighter that I'm, that I'm designing um, doesn't need to be maintained at all. There's no battery that, that will die. It's human powered. Uh, so as long as you can move your hand, you can charge it. Um, it's going to have a pump action. Um, and so the, the, the idea is that when you're, on, when you're in the outdoors, when you're camping, you'll never have to be without fire because um, that can ruin a, a camping trip if you don't have fire. Yeah, I mean, being out and camping and you never know, get yeah. stranded, you don't have batteries on you. So yeah. 
obviously it's a really good idea. What what initially gave you the idea for this specific type of product? Uh, I, I used to go backpacking with my family every summer. Um, and so the familiar with the, oh, we need to, we need to make sure we get packed two lighters. We need to make sure we have the right supplies is, is nothing new. Um, the specific idea I was actually for, I don't know why, but I just like was interested in how uh, wind turbines work. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I'd see how they work. Um, and then the idea of, of like wind powering, creating electricity and, and, ha and charging something was interesting. And I thought, well, what if there's a lighter, lighter that you just blow into? I was going to design it like a wind turbine. But then that wasn't very efficient. And so then I, I went, redesigned it and reworked with it. And I was like, oh, they might have something here. So was this part of a class or was this kind of on your own? No, own? this was just my own just, curiosity. How do you find the time? I mean, <laughs> like between football, between setting up a fundraising program, yeah. this, where do you find the time to just, hey, I'm going to invent a product? <laughs> Uh, I spread it out. It's, it's, uh, I had this idea a little over a year and a half ago. And so now it's starting to see the, starting to see the light, which is a lot of fun, but it's, it's taken a lot of time. So it's, I just spread it all out. I do what I can when I can. And then whenever, whenever it comes to fruition is, is whenever it does. Sure. So well, what, what do you think you're plan is for this product do you hope to maybe like sell it someday or create a company or what's kind of the end goal i guess yeah i'm working with the school part of what the braun adventure award was was a free application patent so i'm working with the school in uh submitting a patent which will be submitted very soon um once that's submitted then i'm gonna work to find distributors and manufacturers to get the parts um, then what I would like to do is assemble them myself to save some money and then sell them online. I'm, I'm uh, working with someone in developing a, an e-commerce website uh, to hopefully sell online and, and get that going pretty soon. Yeah, good for you. I, can, I don't know. <laughs> the kids here to me are just, I could never imagine <laughs> doing the amount of things you guys do. Like... Everyone kind of in the public says being a being a student is a full time job, but here it's it's like <laughs> on another level. You guys are pretty much legitimately taking six to eight hours of classes almost every day. Thank you. It's so, it's so between that, you know, and not only that, you're still succeeding in the classroom. Obviously, you have like a three point nine. GPA last fall, 3.5 cumulative. How do you how do you just balance all of those different things and stay yeah. stay sane? <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy being busy. I don't like being idle. Um, my mind's always thinking of the next project, the next thing to do, and the next problem to to figure out. Um, so for better or worse, that's just I, I like to I like the staying busy. Um, but what I've realized helps for me is to just focus on one thing. And if I have 10 things to do at the end of the day, I'm only focused on the next thing. And then I'll worry about the rest when I get to it. But right now I have one, one objective. And so it doesn't, it doesn't feel as uh, clustered when, when I can break it up one thing at a time.
Sure. When you aren't doing, you know, the fundraiser, the product and football, are there any kind of hobbies you have that kind of just, you know, help with your mental health? Yeah. Just to, just to kind of relax. Yeah, I like to cook. Um, that I in moving out of the dorms and having to cook for myself, uh, I really enjoyed doing that. And I like looking up recipes, figuring out different foods to make. Um, my brothers and I do a cooking contest whenever we're all together, which is a lot of fun. Um, I'd, I'd say that's a that's a hobby. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could cook. So <laughs> um, so you're a mechanical engineering major, right? Yep. Um, what do you see maybe your future? Obviously, you have a year left. Have you done any internship-type things yet? And then maybe what do you see as a potential future job, career? Yeah, I've had a couple internships so far. I have one this summer that I'm really looking forward to. Um, I found that I'm really interested in the machine design aspect of mechanical engineering. Um, I really like the, the... designing parts so that they don't fail after X amount of uses. Um, and that's a, a little bit more focused in what I'm going to be doing this summer. Um, and so hopefully I, I don't have it, I don't have it exactly narrowed down. I want this specific job, but hopefully something in that, in that area of engineering. Um, I think it'd be really cool at some point in my career to be a part of like a, a roller coaster design uh, or a, an amusement part attraction. I think that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, you mentioned what you're doing this summer. What what are you doing this summer, and what company are you going to be working for? It's a company in Visalia in California called Serpa. Um, they design and manufacture machine packaging machines for other companies' products. Um, and so they'll package a ton of, like, when COVID... Uh, when everyone was, was all the mass mandates for COVID, they were s- finding ways to sterilely package a bunch of masks. Uh, so it's stuff like that, and I think that's that's pretty interesting. Their warehouse is super super cool. To when I toured it, it was really it was huge. It was really fun to see. Sure. So you're you're graduating next year. Is that with your bachelor's, or are you going to be working on your master's? I'll graduate with my bachelor's uh, this May in a couple weeks, and then I'll come back next year and get my do the accelerated master's. Sure. So after all this, you know what? Uh, if you were to talk to an incoming student, what would you tell somebody who was maybe thinking of coming here but hasn't made up their mind yet? I would say to incoming incoming freshmen. Um, I would say you've probably heard a lot of good. You've probably heard a lot of, not a lot of bad, but uh, the negatives. Um, But I would say that the people that you meet and the friends that you make make any of the negatives that that you'll experience worth it. For me, some of the negatives were the cold. Um, It's all worth it. Like the the difficulty of the school, the weather, it's all worth it when you're doing it with the people that you meet here. Sure, and then what would a tip be or some advice be to for somebody to succeed? Just, if you want to do something, just try it. It might not be practical, it might not be realistic, but just just go for it. There, there's no, 
there's no harm in asking questions, seeing what it would take to do something, and then trying it. If you have the ability to do to to just try, then try, because you you won't succeed if you don't try. Like that's a pretty typical little saying, but it, it's very true. Uh, just one last question I have for you. Um, obviously, you've, you've accomplished a lot here and are continuing to accomplish a lot here. Um, when you kind of look back and reflect, or maybe you haven't done this yet, but what do you think you're most proud of, of, of your accomplishments, and what do you think your legacy will be here, so to speak? Um, I'm, I'm pretty proud of beating Black Hills three out of the four years I've been here. That's a big that's a big stat that goes in the <laughs> that's something that I that I'm pretty proud of. Um but I'm hoping that, that my most proud moments are, are still coming. Um I'm really when when we did Beyond the Game in high school and we were done with it, I was I realized this is like one of the best things I've been a part of. This is one of the most proud things that I've been able to be a part of. Um so I'm hoping that starting that at mines that that like the the peak of that project is still to come the peak of the lighter project is still to come the peak of football is still to come so i'm i'm hoping that some of those most proud moments are are in the future still all right thank you so much for joining us good luck you know thank with you. the fundraiser good luck with the the uh fire starter thank you hopefully you get healthy soon <laughs> yeah. and you know, we crossed. can see in September just running all over people. That's hopefully. the plan. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been the Hard Rocker Huddle. I'm Josh Van Valkenburg-Gernert, signing off.